Hello, welcome to the Stephen Pass Foundation podcast. And today I'm going to be talking to Holly. Hello. <laughs> Hi. So to start off with, what does it mean to be deaf? So I am hearing, um, well in hearing aid. Yeah. And um, so it means I don't have a cochlear implant, which is for perhaps more severely deaf or people who mm. struggle more with functioning in, you know, of normal kind of hearing society. And I am what's called severely to profound, yeah. which is almost the highest level of hearing loss. But luckily, because I have high pitches, which not all deaf people do, mm. it means I can hear conversations better. So I'm, I'm a fluent speaker. Right. Absolutely. So... I know that you've been involved with the National Deaf Children's Society, or the NDCS, and what is their campaign about, would you say? Well, they're talking about improving accessibility in cinemas, because Mm. it's quite a big problem where there's just a lack of subtitle performances there, and then there's also, you know, subtitle screenings that are described on websites, but then when we go... That they aren't actually on and so that must be really difficult for you yeah it's um very disappointing it mm. happens an awful lot and then obviously there's um because there's so few subtitle performances they're often on really awkward times of the day such as like 9 30 on a monday morning term time and just nobody can go to it that doesn't seem like a really good system at all it doesn't seem very well thought through Yes, um, so we're trying to improve accessibility by increasing subtitle performances or introducing new technologies such as subtitle glasses where you have the subtitles on the glasses instead of actually having it on the screen, which is really cool. Mm. So, on that note, how exactly did you get involved with their campaign? Was it based on past experiences you had had? Yes, well... They asked for, you know, they have a kind of newsletter and they were Mm. asking for people who had experiences. And me thinking, well, I've had plenty. About 90% of my cinema experiences have been pretty bad. So Mm. I emailed in a couple of my stories and then they replied back saying they were interested and wanted to use my story. And then later on they said, oh, we've had some media interest in your story. So would you like to do it? And I said, of course I would. That must have been really exciting for Absolutely, you. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so, you've said that 90% of the time it's not been a good experience, the cinema. Is there anything you'd like to say about that? What have been sort of specific problems and difficulties you've had when you visited the cinema in the past? Well, I've had... Um, it's been pretty much the same problem mm. when we've gone, so... We will go to a subtitle screen that says it's subtitled, yes. but then they don't actually have them on. Mm. Um, for example, I went to an early screen of Star Wars, right. and there were a lot of people there, which was really unusual. And we started watching it, and mm. the film had no subtitle. The first 20 minutes was shown without them. And luckily, because there were a lot of people there, a lot of people protested. So we were actually able to get the cinema to put the subtitles back on. But obviously, you know, the first yes, time it's been shown without the subtitles, which was, you know, really, really upsetting. Um, another example, when we went to holiday in Scotland and we'd been waiting in this 
well I'm really sorry a very boring town for mm. about three or four hours yes. and we went and no subtitles and they couldn't change it so but it was just a very very so it's something that day. keeps on happening to you in terms yeah. of going to cinemas and it being described and yet not getting in those subtitles despite the fact that they've been presented as a subtitled screening yeah I mean that's just it just re- happens all the time mm. even with movies where you know for example, yes. quite places no sub, um, no talking practically apart from like one minute in the middle of the film, mm. which actually also did not have subtitles, right. which was very very funny mm. and ironic. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just happens an yes. awful lot. <laughs> so last week you were on the radio. Can you tell us a little bit about that experience and what it meant to you? Yes, um, so when I said about the media interest, uh, there was Channel 5 News, ah. um, which unfortunately ended up doing something on the National Rail. Mm. There was BBC Radio 4, which is the radio interview that I did recently. Yeah. And Sky News also wanted some recording from me as well, and so I've sent in some. Right. And because they understood that I was at college, it was just... Them yes. send me questions and me answering them and recording them and then sending them off. So I didn't actually get to go and do the whole microphone, talking, mm. the actual interview bit. But I was really happy that at least I was included and because it's such something that's just affects me so much and so often and not just me and my family. And so to be able to do this on a national level was absolutely amazing. Absolutely. And... You mentioned, I think, in that interview uh, on you and yours and uh, on BBC Radio 4 that the NDCS, the National Deaf Children's Society, shouldn't actually go to court with this issue. Why do you think that is? Well, it's because accessibility is all about you know, equal rights. Yeah. People being able to do things the same with other people. And unfortunately, mm. at the cinema, that's not doable at the moment it's kind of not equal for deaf people Mm. hearing people and it is because hearing people like oh well we don't want to read the subtitle but for them it's just they don't like it and we need it it's a necessity so it's that comment based on that Mm. kind of thing but as the ndcf said we don't need to take it to court yeah we want to come to the cinemas on their own and get them to change Mm. on their own without any kind of legal interference I suppose you don't want the process to be adversarial and to be kind of us against them sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. We want to work with them. You know, mm. we're not asking for much. Subtitle screenings don't cost anything. No. So they don't cost anything to put on. So if, you know, we just say, look, we have this problem, can you fix it? Then hopefully that'll be the outcome. Mm. And unfortunately, if it does come to it, we may have to, you know, take it to court. Right. So, what have been the results of this campaign? Have you noticed any immediate changes? Um, well, I've shared the podcast and mm. an article which is on the website, which has a lot more of my comments on. Yes. Um, on social media. Right. And we've had reply from a website called Your Local Cinema, mm. which is basically lists all the subtitle screenings and they've replied saying, oh, we're working to make sure we try and increase subtitle screenings by contacting cinemas to do this, which is really good. 
Okay. And we've also had comment from the Saffron Green, which is my local cinema. It's one which I mentioned does um, subtitle performances mm. once a month, once every two months, which is the best, most yeah. reliable, even though it's not that often. Mm. And they've said, we're working to increase performances. We're trying out new, the new technology, which are the glasses. So hopefully that will happen in future. Yes. So it's good to see it already has had an impact. Well, that is certainly good news. And is there anything that we as the audience can do to help the situation? Yes, well, in the interview, what was mentioned was that a lot of um, there isn't a big audience for deaf people. Mm. And so what we can do, because there aren't always that many deaf people you know, yeah. in the area, what hearing people can do is actually go to the subtitle performances. Right. Perhaps you know, even boycott even you know, the normal films and just go to see the subtitle one and then hopefully they'll say look it's an important issue hearing people aren't actually that bothered you know i did a um poll on my instagram recently Mm. saying would you be bothered by a subtitle screening about 25 said yes there would be but Mm. you know about 60 people said no so there's a big proportion in yeah people's favor that is good as well so you at the moment are a change maker for the deaf community and what does that mean to you to be a sort of activist or advocate for the cause well i've always kind of been an activist in my own way just mm. never on this level yet so i've always done um speeches for teachers you know the biggest yeah. audience i've given a speech about deaf around for is 200 teachers okay and so to be able to do this on a much more national level and i've said i'd be involved in further you know mm. along the campaign yeah so it just it means a lot i mean i've already changed my biography on my instagram to uh. budding deaf activist so it's something that i'm really passionate about and i definitely want to keep on doing and keep on you know going mm. for deaf rights and on that note as well, is there any specific goals that you'd like to achieve in the future? In terms of the cinema, especially, to obviously increase more performances, perhaps reach out to even Cambridge and mm. um, say, look, we need more performances. Cambridge has been good, but yes. not completely. So there's definitely improvement there. So that'd be ideal. And then obviously, hopefully on a national level. And so you know, I'll do this by participating further in the campaign mm. you know i have been told that if they need me again um they'll use me and i will Absolutely. do that for them and so hopefully i'll do that and i'll keep on doing it myself as well locally hopefully reach out to as many people as i can mm. anything else you want to add i don't think so just that people's rights are important you know we are normal people we're just the same as everybody else except with a little extra challenge so mm. this kind of thing shouldn't be a problem for us no but i will fight for it if i need to so yeah mm. thank you for that interesting interview and thank you james <laughs>